0: radio you are in the trenches with former buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on radio influence hello everybody and welcome back to in the trenches uh sure wish this was a victory monday but uh yeah no it's that ain't it uh for all you buccaneer fans uh, I would say this pump the brakes quickly because we're clearly not as good as we thought we were. Now that happens every once in a while. I'm not really like that. You No, know, the Buccaneers have only played probably two, three, four games like that in the last 10, 20 years. That was a dud. And for this Buccaneer team to be as talented, I'm doing air quotes as they are to get blowed out like that. And I mean, we look like the jets pretty much. Um, you know, I, I don't know if we should underreact or overreact to that football game, but I do know this. Uh, our defense isn't quite a stout up front without Vita Vea. Our pass rush isn't what it used to be. Our DBs are having big time trouble two weeks in a row covering anybody. We're having issues with running backs out of the backfield. There's a lot of things happening that ain't good. Our offensive line ain't pushing nobody. Listen to this number. The Bucs attempted five rushes yesterday. I believe I saw someone ESPN. That's the fewest in NFL history. They tried to run the ball five times. Now, anybody been around football for a long time? When you're down 21, nothing. I was an offensive lineman. Now when you're down 21, nothing, that is going to turn into a long, long day. You know how you alleviate some, you know, some of the speed on the other side. You have to run the ball. If you sit back there and just throw it every down like we did, you're going to get your quarterback killed. You're going to have your offensive linemen lose confidence in themselves. Our offensive line wasn't full speed anyways. Marpet was out. Uh, You know, Donovan Smith didn't have the best game in the world, but, you know, he he wasn't put in a good situation. And I don't know if we were worse offensively, defensively, or if we were worse just straight up coaching. Now, when you don't get a first down till the second quarter— and your first four drives are three and outs, that ain't championship football, man. Championship teams don't do that against anybody at home in a big time, you know, you know, we're on TV in front of everybody. It's a national game. This was the game of the week. Everybody's watching Sunday night, and you laid an egg. And I'm scared that there's a template out there because the Giants expose it a little bit, but Danny Dimes or Danny Pennies isn't good enough to take advantage, Drew Brees is. Drew Brees didn't throw the ball that far yesterday. By the way, he had, he targeted 12 different receivers yesterday. Now, I don't know about you, but let's do the math. You only have five receivers usually on your roster, you usually have three tight ends. That's eight. You don't have four running backs. How the hell did he, did 12 different people catch passes yesterday? I don't know how that happened. Anyways. That's craziness. We have some guys on our defense that are fugazi and that are reading their press clippings. Jamel Dean. I'm not sure what his assets are, but I can tell you his liabilities. He can't cover nobody. Our tackling was shoddy all day long. You know, I, I see, I see some prideful people on our defense. I see a uh, JPP He's a prideful person. He's pissed. Shaq Barrett's pissed. He doesn't want to get drubbed like that on national TV. But it was actually worse than 38-3. to You know, the Saints fumbled on the two. We hadn't stopped nobody. We couldn't score from the one. We didn't do much to build on yesterday, man. I mean, that was the most lopsided loss in Brady's career, the first time he was ever swept within his division. Now, I'm going to say this. Now, Tom Brady is Tom Brady's GOAT, all that kind of things. Let's get this straight, people. If he was in the NFC South, he'd have got swept at, at one time or another Because this ain't Buffalo, this ain't the Jets, and this ain't the Dolphins. Now, Buffalo's good now, but they haven't been good since the early 90s. The Dolphins are good now, but they haven't been good forever. And the Jets stink. But if Brady plays against the Saints every week, every year, you're gonna lose twice to the Saints. Saints have been good for a long time under Sean Payton. So that's to put some things in perspective. But there was broken coverage out. The first touchdown was just a broken coverage, and this, this looked bad. You know, Breeze was comfortable all day long in the pocket, and it's it, there's just a lot of the same things happening. And our defense and our offense and our coaching staff couldn't figure it out, and that's scary. Good teams figure it out. Good teams go in at half. And they say, this is what they're doing to us. This is how we're going to combat this. And it changes. Nothing changed. Now there were some crazy things going on, like interception with three defensive line, hit the ball. I'd never seen that before. And but other than that, you know, looking at Hendrickson out there, number 91, who had, had two sacks, what he was doing is he was he was keying on Brady's snap count. I watched it. I mean, he was moving before the ball was snapped. That makes it really, really hard on the left tackle. I'm going to let you guys know at home or on the road. And, and there was one where Brady held the ball and tried to turn into him and he gave up another sack. Now, the offensive line didn't play well, but a lot of that was on Tom Brady, everybody. I'm telling you. There's no just, and listen, I'm about to go on the air on a radio station where people love Tom Brady. And listen, Tom Brady is a, is a great quarterback, he's my quarterback. I got love for him, but I'm going to evaluate him just like I evaluated Jameis Winston and that looked like Jameis Winston. The last interception Tom Brady threw would have made it on Jameis Winston's top five worst interceptions. You know it. The second he left his hand, I was like, oh, jeez, there's no way you complete that ball unless you're, you know, Mahomes and he ain't not anymore. That was not good. And I tell you guys now, last week on air, on the Ron and Ian show, we were going down the schedule, and are we going to win or lose? Got some news for you. There ain't no more automatic wins, okay? Look, Me and Ron were going back and forth. We'll beat Atlanta twice. No way. No way we beat Atlanta twice. No, we're not that good. Carolina is good. Carolina's good, people. Bridgewater ain't bad now. Yesterday, let me compare the two teams. Now we didn't play Carolina, but we played the same type of game. And uh, uh, we had eight yards rushing; they had 104. We had 13 first downs. Carolina had 30. We were one for nine in third downs; they were seven for 16. We were 0 for four in fourth downs; they were three for three. Listen to time of possession. Now I've been around football a long time; not quite sure I've seen this before. The Bucks' time of possession was below 20 minutes. Below, you let the other team have the ball for over 40 minutes. And Carolina had the ball for 38 minutes yesterday. Now, Carolina's not, and now we are lucky. We're going to get lucky because Christian McCaffrey looks like he's going to be out. And what Alvin Kamara did to us yesterday and just the Saints offense in general, um, that could have been a problem. You know, McCaffrey yesterday, before he left the game, had two touchdowns, 28 touches, and once again, Kamara is, is maybe showing people the deficiencies that we have on this team. I watched before the game, and I watched all the experts pick. And I'm telling you, I didn't see one person pick the Saints. Not and right away, I go, oh, the Bucks are going to lose, man. It's it always happens that way. The Bucks weren't four points better than the Saints. No way, no way. Five rushing attempts. Five. It's unheard of. And Bruce Arians and Byron Lefwitz should be ashamed of themselves for having such a terrible game plan in such a a pivotal football game. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to bounce back from that one, people. Because the Bucks, I mean, everybody to a man was looking around trying to figure out who's gonna save us and who's gonna get us out of this, and nobody could figure it out. Tom can't do it himself. But like Tom can't be the problem either, and Tom was a big problem yesterday, and so were a lot of people. You ask me who played well, nobody. Who coached well, nobody, nobody. And I didn't get into the Antonio Brown thing. That's just—it was secondary. It was a secondary story on a football team that just looked god awful. So that's where we are, people. It's not the end of the world. We're six and three. You know, you don't want to, to, you know, you go four and three in the, the last games and you, you'll make it. But, you don't don't keep on stacking them up now. Carolina is no joke. Let's hope next week, you know, it's a one o'clock game. Let's hope next week they figure out a way to get this thing done and get the thing rolling the right way. And uh, that was not pretty to watch yesterday. None of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, I wasn't even awake for the end of it because they didn't deserve my eyes because that was some of the worst crap I've seen in a long, long time. Anybody has questions, you can hit me up on email, ianbeckles at radioinfluence.com. And make sure you're watching, uh, listening to the Ron and Ian show as well. Uh, Hopefully, we're all over this next week when you listen to me. And uh, we need a win now, people, because it's getting crucial. Enjoy your week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.